Hello, 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 and welcome to Fully Blooming with me, Ola Parks. In a world where we are inundated with information telling us what to do and who to be, this podcast is here to remind you that you already have all the strength, power, and wisdom within you to fully bloom, and your intuition is the key to unlocking it all. Enjoy the episode. Good morning. It is 535 in the morning and I've been up since one o'clock in the morning (laughs) after two hours sleep because I just have been wide awake since then and I'm currently watching the sunrise and oh the clouds are absolutely gorgeous I feel that clouds make sunsets and sunrises that little bit better um it's almost like marshmallow pink and purples um, I'm just I'm recording a time lapse of it so I'll be able to share that as well and the ma- moon is out on my right hand side so I've got the sunrise on my left and the moon on my right and this was an episode that I didn't realize um, was quite so prevalent for me or a topic that was quite so prevalent for me and it has come about over the last few days um, and weeks and months probably um, and it's all about shame and you know when you look back at things and you can see how it all connects how all the dots join up and today or this morning uh, whilst I haven't been able to sleep so many of these thoughts have been popping up and they're pretty destructive thoughts they're pretty limiting um and they're not helpful in any way whatsoever and me being me um I love getting to the root of things and I was really doing my best as I was kind of lying there doing my best to fall back to sleep of trying to find the root of these things and for all of them it was this shame it was this feeling of complete and utter shame and I came up to the kitchen made myself something to eat and I've got my tea And I just started writing because I went, wow, this is, okay, this is big (laughs) for me right now. And what came up was this huge feeling of shame. And I kind of want to talk you through it, um, what kind of spurred that on for me. Because I think it's been going for a few months now and it's just kind of reared its head at the moment and as I'm almost stepping into showing up more, doing more on Instagram, doing lives, doing this podcast, um, I'm organizing an expansion, which I'm calling like my retreat and more of that to come (laughs) very, very soon. However, as I step more into my own power and I become more visible and I'm making myself more visible and at the end of the day that is my choice and I'm not saying that we all have to do this at all 
but this is what my intuition is leading me to and hence as you all know (laughs) I'm not going to ignore it um, or I'm going to do my best not to ignore it but it's this it's just been brewing and it's little things that have kind of popped up so for me it kind of first started when and yeah I can feel it in myself right now this oh my goodness are we really going to talk about this and yep I'm doing it (laughs) it was okay yeah we're doing this (laughs) I was about to apologize again but I'm not going to apologize for taking my time It was when I first started using my period blood as face mask because my beautiful friend, Elena, we were talking about it and she is this incredible wild woman and she is so unapologetic and in who she is, being a woman, being in her feminine, what she does, how she does it. And it's incredibly inspiring. And I remember we were talking about um, kind of menstrual blood masks. And I think I'd already started doing it because I'd actually heard um, this woman called Chloe, who's actually also got a podcast out at the moment, And she invited me to this, yeah, I guess that's where it kind of started. She invited me to this um, workshop that she was hosting all about your menstrual cycle and your energy levels within it and your hormones and how you can work best with your menstrual cycle rather than against it. And here was this woman that I really look up to and I actually used to babysit her sons when they used to live in London and now they've moved to Japan and here was this incredible woman talking about her menstrual cycle and how it can help people and menstrual cycle masks and face masks came up then and I just thought oh my goodness this woman is talking about this And it was this moment of, and there were so many other women in that call and loads of, and it was just the feedback was incredible. And I just thought, wow, okay, people are talking about this. This isn't this, we don't all have to be these hippies and um, I don't know, like, as I said in my first podcast, like live in the jungle and, you know, we are integrating this kind of life and this reconnection to our wombs, reconnection to our femininity and our sensuality and whilst also being very grounded and very present in the world that we live in right now and it's not one or the other, it is we get to do both. And so that was the first step in my, yeah, and I can't remember, that was maybe a year ago now. And that was kind of probably the first ping. 
And then the second one was actually talking to Elena about um, blood face masks and how I think I'd started doing it from watching that group workshop and then I was already talking to Elena about it and then she actually turned up to one of my moon circles that I was doing last year on Zoom um, with blood on her forehead and there were other women in the group and there was a part of me that felt oh my goodness I can't believe she's done that and I can share this because I've shared it with her (laughs) and there was this real tightness around me around everything like I was there was almost this kind of contraction but it was this I'm like I really like wow that is absolutely inspiring and incredible and actually it shouldn't be any of those things it should just be completely normal and not even considered versus also being very triggered and I'm real and I realized that it was kind of this feeling of um I didn't feel safe um doing it myself and I wouldn't feel safe doing it myself and showing up in a group environment like that um and then the next situation was that my friend M has lived in Mexico for the last eight months and she was doing all of these yoni workshops and womb reclamation and womb healing workshops and it was again incredibly triggering for me she was posting these yoni portraits on her instagram stories and on her posts and this is again why i'm sharing because it is out there in the world for anyone to see and I I remember thinking, Phew, Em, is that really necessary? Like, do you really need to post about that? It's a bit much, isn't it? And I felt so much shame for thinking that. I felt so, yeah, oh, really, Ola, is that what you're thinking? And so I was having these two ongoing conversations in my head this one part of me that really, again, wanted to step into this and was, wow, that is, that should be so normal. Why do I feel so triggered about this? Why do I feel so awkward? Why do I, even the word yoni kind of still brings a reaction out of me because it's almost like, oh, can we not just, you know, just call it something that everyone will be comfortable with? And when I think about who is everyone, for me, it's men. (laughs) Sorry, guys. But it's you know growing up we didn't talk about this I didn't know what my womb looked like I didn't know what the structure was it was just a biology book this is what it looks like sort of but and then you move on and yeah it's just it's kind of blowing my mind how little we understand and know about a huge part of our own bodies and for me over the last year I've been so deeply reconnecting with my womb and 
but there's still I realized there still was this shame around it of well I'll just do it in in silence I'll just do it behind the scenes I won't talk about it I won't um share about it and again it is my choice whether I share about it or not it's I'm not saying that we all need to start talking about it on Instagram or whatever but I do think we need to start talking about it with our friends and family and you know use our own different platforms to have these conversations because it's not just the responsibility of coaches and healers and therapists and guides and activists it's all of our responsibility and it sucks that we're having to do this it is it sucks that we have to do this work and get this back into society and accepted and talked about and it's it for me it still feels that it's very removed from normality it's very separate and if you are talking about that stuff then you are almost um removed or pushed away or um isolated from the rest of society and I think that's where my fear came from like I want to you know continue being a ski instructor I love going out and dancing I love socializing I love all of these different very human things and it's not I felt that for me to share these things was very much compartmentalizing me into a specific group or a specific type of person and of course that is not true and that is my own feeling and my own reflection and my own um, interpretation but and I've worked through that and I've taken responsibility for that etc etc which I think is very important (laughs) however it is also our our role as a collective to make it simply normal to make it normal to talk about your periods and actually in this workshop Chloe suggested that one of the first things you ask one of your friends if you're meeting up with them or on the phone is do you know you know what day you what day are you on what day are you on in your cycle because then because we all have well the majority of us have a cycle that we can empathize we then know okay they're in their luteal phase this means this whereas i'm in my menstrual phase so this means this for me so let's talk about that and let's meet in the middle you want to do this but I don't really feel up to that can we meet somewhere in the middle or you know like even cancelling plans when you're on your menstrual cycle it on your when you're bleeding it's you know I now have the most incredible friends who I just say I'm really sorry I know I said that I would do this but it's the first day of my period and I I just need to rest and switch off from the world for the day and they're like, cool, yep, completely get that. And I just think, how incredible is that? There is no anger or resentment or anything. And that's obviously a sisterhood wounding thing. And that's probably a whole different podcast but um, episode. But the next phase in this process that I've been going through was 
that I saw again, my friend Elena, and I'm in awe of these, of Em and Elena at the moment, um, because they are just sharing so openly about this and it's really inspired me and inspiring me at the moment. And so at 2 a.m. this morning, um, I saw that Elena had sent me something on Instagram and I don't recommend going on your phone when you're not able to sleep, but hey-ho, we're human. And I, she she sent me something about this woman who, ooh, mozzie, um, who had posed, who had been interviewed, I think, by the Daily Mail and about using menstrual blood for different things. So face masks, and I think she was painting with it. And again, some of you might be listening to this and think, oh, that is absolutely revolting. And I would just ask you to just take a pause and think, is it really, is it really revolting? Um, Is it really gross? Is it really, no. It is the most natural thing and half of the world do it. Half of the world go through this most months, every month. And animals do too. And it is the most natural thing. And so I would just ask you to just sit with yourself a little bit there. And if it is like I have over the last few months and just be like, okay, why do I find this icky? Why do I find this gross? Um, So going back to this woman who I need to, I'll put her name in the description below because I can't remember her name right now. It was two o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And she was very honest about how the article had made her feel and how the it had been taken by other newspapers around the world and she was kind of ridiculed for a lot of it and made out to be this woman who was doing this disgusting thing and it was almost this message to me to be like what again why do you find this icky? Why do you find this gross? And when I read her caption, it just summarised everything that I'd been feeling. It encapsulated it all. And I am so grateful to her for sharing that. And I said to Elena that, you know, wow, I am so grateful that this woman was the first person to do this that I know of or that we know of. And how, yeah, how grateful for her that I now feel that I can speak about this. And it took that to see that someone else got ridiculed, went through a really hard time with it, but then has come out the other end so much stronger and fully embodying what she speaks and teaches about. And it was almost this reassurance that I needed that, okay, you can talk about this and you're going to be okay. And it was this big sigh of relief and 
what actually the first idea that popped up in my head was actually that every time I do a blood mask, I take a photo. And I was going to post it on Instagram with what I wrote about the shame and how I'm... Oh, five, five, five. <laughs> and how I'm done with it. And actually... I realise that, yes, maybe in the future there may be a time, but right now, that is my personal experience. And actually, I realised that there were two parts of me. There was the part of me that was saying, you should post it because, you know, this is empowering and it might be inspiring someone else and you need to you know, you need to work through this fear. And then now the other side of me that when I've really tuned into it is actually the one that said, you know what, this is your personal practice and you get to choose if you share it. And right now I don't want to share it. And it's not because of a fear of being judged because I feel like I'm releasing that right now. But almost this, you know, that's, that's just for me right now. And... I wanted to say something on that note about Instagram and how I think there's this whole thing now of, you know, we need to be more authentic and we need to share um, the truth and what's going on behind our lives. And actually, I'm going to call BS on that and say, it is not your responsibility to share everything and anything with the world. If you want your Instagram reels and your posts and your feed to be a memory box of your amazing times in your life, then so be it. That's what I call my personal one, my memory box. And we don't all have to show up and be showing the crap bits of life or the hard bits. Like why you know I think we need to tune into why are we sharing on Instagram for me it's my memory box and for my business Instagram it's because I want to share what comes through and I feel that I'm called to share these things and that's simply what I'm going with at the moment who knows in the future Instagram I may not use it I may use it more whatever but right now I feel that I want to use it and that's kind of my purpose for it but I've almost felt this pressure of oh I need to share more of what's going on I need to you know oh I didn't have the best day yesterday um for example and you know I should share about that and I was like according to who (laughs) sorry but what like Yes, there's a level of authenticity, but then again, it's coming back to why are you sharing things? And if it is ego-driven to show off to that whole path, then yeah, that's a different story. But I think we get to share what we want to share and that's okay. And so I think I just wanted to say that because I wanted to almost take the pressure off myself that I don't need to continuously share everything that's going on in my life because some things are 
simply okay to be kept personal and for myself and also that you know take the pressure off yourself if you are feeling that at all um and so going back to this shame element um i've actually written a letter that again it was going to be a caption on instagram and i went no actually i'm just gonna burn it (laughs) i'm just gonna burn it and it's all about i'm releasing the shame of being a woman of having a bleed once a month and my energy levels not being as high as they are at other times of the month of not being on you know I don't want to say top form because I don't think there is such a thing as top form but not being as energetic or enthusiastic at different times of the month I'm releasing the shame of being afraid of talking about my cycle of telling people that you know what I'm at this time in the month this is how I'm feeling um and about doing face masks with my blood for god's sake (laughs) like it's nothing to be ashamed of and (sighs) yeah it is I'm simply releasing this shame around being a woman and it's frustrating and annoying and it makes me angry at times that I even have this shame and I would love to if you are a guy listening to this if you feel shame too because I don't think I've really spoken to many guys about this um, or women to be honest and yeah it's this I'm so done with it and it's frustrating and it makes me angry as I said because we've been made to feel like this by the society that we're living in by the patriarchy it's you're not good good enough you need to buy this mascara you need to dye your hair you need to shave constantly you need to wear this outfit you need to do this and then you'll be enough but at the end of the day you're never going to be enough and you need to do this fitness program you need to do this diet you need to do this you need to do this and then you'll be enough because apparently as we are now we are not enough and it drives me up the wall and now rather than getting incredibly frustrated and angry about it I I'm doing what I can or what I feel that I can do to change something about it and it starts with things like this podcast or sharing on Instagram and my invitation to you is if you do feel angry about the situation or that the world is in at the moment or with society or whatever I would say take that anger release it in a healthy way so go and scream into a pillow go and punch a pillow stamp your feet have a tantrum release it have a cry and then say okay and what can i do to change this what can i do so that the next generation of people don't have to feel this 
and yeah that's kind of <laughs> I think I've released everything and yeah thank you for listening and thank you for holding the space for me and this podcast really does feel like a safe space for me that I am creating and I yeah I'm creating a space for myself where I feel safe enough to talk about these things and I feel that it's different from Instagram because with Instagram you don't know necessarily who is watching it or who is yeah picking up on it whereas with a podcast if you got this far you've made the choice to listen to it you have made the choice and the decision to get this far and it's almost it for me that simply feels there's like an intention behind that and I trust that the people that are meant to listen to this will listen to this and it will find them and yeah I think that is all I'm gonna say right now because ah I'm a little bit exhausted to be quite honest (laughs) I am oh Yeah, after two hours sleep and being up for five hours. I mean, I did say I wanted to go to the sea this morning for sunrise for a swim. So be careful what you wish for. (laughs) Because there was, uh, yeah, no way that I was going to miss that this morning. Um, And yeah, I will leave it there. Thank you again for listening. And if you have any thoughts or feedback or experiences that you'd like to share... Um, I'm here and yeah reach out to me on Instagram and thank you thank you so much for listening and I hope that this episode has given you the inspiration encouragement and reassurance for you to start following your own intuition and to tap into that wealth of knowledge already within you if you're interested in diving deeper into your intuition and want to start reclaiming autonomy in your life All of my details are in the episode description below and you can find me on Instagram at Ola Parks Intuitive. If you have any questions, please reach out and if you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate and subscribe. It really does make a huge difference. See you at the next episode of Fully Blooming.